now. Hello everyone, we have the pleasure today to have a, a good friend of mine, Sylvain Guimont, doctor in sports psychology. Dr. Guimont, I'd like you to introduce yourself because you have a time this long, but <laughs> please focus on the, the glamorous point. Oh, I, I have no glamorous point. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a back specialist. Actually, I take care of back problem and created a software that's called Biotonics. And we do biomechanic analysis, like posture analysis. And because of that system, um, I work with a lot of uh, high-profile sport athletes and, and, and that people have known me because of that. When uh, Mario Lemieux had back pain, um, I helped him out to go back and play. And I did the same thing with Tiger Woods and all many other athletes. So that's probably how people uh, came to know me uh, through these uh, well, very well-known people. But that's it. That's uh, and, and my second background, <laughs> my first background was biomechanics. And then I decided to go on and, and did a, a PhD in uh, sports psychology, as you said. And the reason why I wanted to go in sports psychology is because most of the patients that I see, uh, when they come to see me as top athletes, uh, of course they have, uh, you know, biomechanic, you know, biomechanic problem and, and, and back problem. But worst they have but be able to go back and play like I used to play and because of that the, the psychology part of that was really important so I wanted to help them out facing that tough time of, of their life because they all their life they, they've been dreaming of playing either in the NHL the NBA or um, the Major League Baseball and, and because of this back problem they uh, this was taking away their dream from them so the point is, yeah, of course I could help them with their back pain, but most of, most of it was really to help them uh, deal with the, the stress of um, dealing with back problem and probably that could end their career. And, and for a, a top athletes, um, the only thing that they don't want to have is really uh, to end their career in, in a, with an injury or something like that. So that's why I wanted to create the link in between posture and personality and pain and also helping them to cope with that tough time that they have to deal with when they're injured and, and then they're taking away from, from, uh, from playing. You are so humble. Pretty much. I've been through your plates <laughs> and, yeah. you know, there's no one in the sport where name them. He has seen them and he has seen it everywhere. Actually, what you see behind that his uh, living room. <laughs> 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 but, but honestly, the, the reason why I invite you here and why we are friends is uh, from somebody who has connect and treated so many people. You know, the people you are naming or the people I'm, I, I, I wonder if I can have an autograph from. And uh. you're one of the most humble people I've met. Open to, to you, everybody is the same. And this is why we want to have your wisdom today. First of all, how are you doing within this time of crisis? Well, it's really tough for me at this moment because uh, I still have this this, cl this clinic of mine where I treat patients and I see people. Now, this is closed. I mean, we cannot see patients. The same thing goes with you as a dentist. Um, in order to protect the public, we have to protect ourselves so that we don't transmit that uh, virus that, that is uh, um, putting the world on hold at this moment. So 
I had to stop that. The second thing is, the first thing they've done, they say you cannot get together um, more than 250 people together. So my, most of my day is spent giving conferences all over the, all over the world. And actually, this, is a, this end in, in one day. So it was quite a crisis when uh, I was up north in Quebec giving a lecture. And then after I went on the internet and see that the government is asking not to have any um, uh, any group uh, getting together, and when your when your job is a speaker, I mean I I could I could speak to people through the internet, but my job is I meet with them in in person, and I talk to a lot of people getting in the same room. So this was over in one day. So of course right now this is a tough moment for me because I've never. Uh, stop working in my life and now I'm placed <laughs> here and not working and um, and it's scary it's scary in a sense of as an entrepreneur you always wanted to uh, every day counts every day is important every day you have to reach and do something so that your business still alive and and you're always uh, to new ideas new invention new creativity things so that um, your business keep growing otherwise if it's if it stops growing then it's going down so to me i have three places where i i I can make money in my life is through see patients talking to audience and the third thing was really with my business which is also uh, a partial analysis and coaching i do a lot of coaching with people personal coaching this this is right now this is the only thing that i can do is the coaching with uh, with internet at this point. So thanks to this new technology, we can talk to each other. We don't uh, have to meet. And I think this is the this is the future of people in business. They really have to go and and get new ways of reaching people. And uh, thanks God, this technology is allowing us to, to do something like that. So this is my my third um, avenue where I can make, I can make money and I can have a living. So and you are the great Dr. Sylvain Guimont. You are the people who people came to and said, can you realize my dream? So what can we expect from you within the next uh, few weeks or few days so you can be bounce, bouncing back? Well, you know, I, I think that all of us right now, we have a chance to, I always say that if you want to create something, you have to have a mind that is free to create. And a mind that is free to create is a mind that um, can have to, to search of something to do. When you're, we are so busy that there's nothing new we can create, we are too busy for that. And, and we are afraid that our kids are going to be uh, bored. So that we are so afraid of that, that every moment we gave them things to do. But if we want to create creativity for them, if we would like them to develop their creativity, they have to find place where they have nothing to do. And then they'll create something. But if your mind is always busy doing all kinds of things, there's no place to create something new. So I think this moment that uh, we are all on, on pause is giving us the opportunity of creating new things, maybe new ideas. I'm writing a book right now. And, you know, I, I'm busy like, like I would be busy, but to create and, and to have something new when this is all over. I'll be ready to give people something, something else, and 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 move on. Actually, you so have that, some hope. Right now, I think we have to get together and and 
and having ways of connecting together. And, and I think this is gonna take the humanity to see, well, we are all on this small planet all together. We have to take care of everyone and it has to be fair for everyone. I think if we're going through this crisis now, it's because our world hasn't been fair for too long and now we have to pay a price for that. It's, we have to help everyone on this planet so that everyone has the same opportunity of having uh, clean water, uh, having uh, all kinds of new ways of doing things that the virus cannot spread. And we have to teach them how to do that. And it's through um, teaching that we're going to get out of this. There's nothing more important than knowledge and sharing knowledge. If we don't do that with everyone on this planet, we're all going to die like stupid, stupid people all by ourselves just to to see if I can get richer than you, whatever. It's it has not you know, I mean, we have to stop that. We have to come up all together and, and helping those in need and, and helping them have um uh helping them have a life that makes sense. Helping them have a, a decent life. That's what everyone uh should have. I love you. I love you. You know what? Prior to this crisis, I was supposed to get with you and see, okay, how we can help people get being richer and be wealthier. And it's all about a mindset. And usually people are asking us, don't show us your victory. Show us when you were struggling. This is it. If you were looking at champions when they are down, when they are in pause or when they are looking what to do, you just have a direct channel to the, the mindset of Sylvain Guimont. Right now, he's telling you the pause, do something with it, create something with it, and then expect something from it. If the, those yeah. are your words, right? You know, uh, Dr. Back, my, I always think that success is helping others. There's no success if you're not helping. If you want to make sure you're successful, you have to serve people. I always say, servir, c'est réussir pour s'accomplir. You know, if you look at the top of, of the pyramid of Maslow's pyramid, he says, most important thing for a human being is the, the accomplishment. But there's no accomplishment all by myself. I only have accomplishment when I'm helping others to get higher and, and, and happier. And when I do that, it comes back to me 10 times more to what I give. So when you're asking, um, ask and you shall receive. I think this is false. You should say, well, I'll give and then I'll receive. It doesn't start with uh, asking. It starts with giving. Giving giving who you are, what you are, giving everything you have to make sure you're taking care of people. And then you won't be alone anymore. And, and, and then you'll have success. The success of someone is not measured by their wallet. Success of someone is measured by the people that you make a difference in their life. When people back because the idea that you had, they can have some food on the table, then you have success. You have success in the amount of people that you're helping them having a better life. And because of that, your life's going to be better. Because I don't believe that in life there's punishment or there is rewards. I think there's only some consequences. If I do all kinds of things that are nice, well, the, the consequences are going to be nice to me. If I'm, a, if I'm a, 
if I'm a bullshit person, if I if if I do something wrong, well, the consequences are going to be wrong to me too. So I really believe that it doesn't mean money is only consequences of your act. The money will come if you're helping people. And then if you have money, please help people with that money. People are, you know, they, we see that, you know, uh, think that someone who has success, well, they probably stole that money from someone. You know, this is the way we think. Well, you know what, this, this person is so rich, maybe there's something wrong behind that. We don't know. Well, if you give someone that is a great person, a lot of money this person will do something really good with it if you good if you give money to someone who's not good they're going to do something bad with it so we're all in inside of us there's a part of us that is nice and a part of us that is you know some dark place I, I guess and we have to find that place where we all eliminate and we can help people and i think this crisis is, is a way of seeing that because it's so funny dr back in 2001 uh, in 9-11, I was there. I was in New York. I got to New York. I was working with the Rangers, the, the, the New York Rangers. And we got uh, on September 10th in New York. And, and you know, New York is a place where you have millions of people, but you feel you're all alone. You go out, you're all alone. No one is you know, talking to you. There's millions of people, but there's no place on this planet where you feel more alone than in New York. But I love this city. I love New York. I, I studied there. I, I stayed there for a while. I love this place. But on the tent, nobody was talking to each other. I mean, no one was helping. You know, you know, we were all doing our own business and minding our own business. Then, um, eight forty-five in the morning. Then the light went down where we were. We were at the Madison Square Garden. Actually, the test was supposed to be done downtown where the tower are. So in my schedule. I was scheduled to be in the tower. So people that known me, they thought that I was in those two towers when it happens. So it was only at eight o'clock at night that I was able to say to my to my loved one that I was okay. But for 12 hours, they thought that I was in those towers and probably dead. But what I do remember from that uh, very critical day that everyone remembers where you were on uh, September 11th. I was in New York, and the best place to be to help and, and love people was September 11th. You would go in the street, and everybody was helping each other. Everybody was talking to each other. Everybody, you would help someone that you don't know. You would, everybody was helping each other. It was a nice place to be. We were all scared, but we knew that the only way for all of us to get out of that was to help each other. And on the 12th of September, that same, the, the morning after, it was very peaceful and a lot of people were helping each other. This is, this is so crazy because in, in the world crisis, there's two, uh, two mentions in that. And, and the Japanese are saying, in, in a crisis, there's danger and opportunity. And I think for us today, this is exactly what's happening. This crisis could either be a danger for our society, for every humankind, and it could also be a great opportunity, a great opportunity to see what we've done wrong and how we can change this. And this is what you said just before about learning. Great athletes, what they have in common is they, are, they have a dream and, and they have a, a, a mindset 
that will always bring solution to their problem. And that's why they reach the top. They, they reach the top because it's been tough. You, you can never succeed with something easy. You succeed when it's tough. And that's how you see the difference in between um, normal people to peop than people that are champion. It's in the tough time that you can recognize people. It is in the tough time that you recognize how people are going to help each other. And, and I think this is a great moment for humankind to say, okay, now we can see this virus doesn't make any difference in between your sex, your color, where you live, just humankind. It's, we're all the same. So my book that I'm writing right now, it's called La Puissance des Différences, The Power in Difference. The difference that we have, it's a power. Because if we are exactly the same, I cannot help you out. The, the thing that I may help you is the way where we are different. And this difference can help really make a difference in our lives. But at the end of the day, when you look at all of that, the power is the difference that there's no difference. We're all the same. And the day that we'll see that and we make no difference between men and women, um, your sex orientation, your color, uh, your religion. And, and that's why I say there's, there's this song of John Lennon that says, um, imagine, if you listen carefully to that song, this is where we have the solution of this problem. No, um, no country, no nothing, all together as one species. And that's, that's what we are. Because of the care of the, of the nature to human and, and to animals and, and respect. It's everything about respect, respecting the difference of others. You think that with this crisis, this is your time to shine, to share that story with people, to inspire them to, yeah, take the time to help each other. And please, <laughs> stuck on that mode, <laughs> since we're all stuck home and we're looking for something to do other than Netflix, I think <laughs> this is your opportunity to take the, uh, the main yeah. stage and to, to share your story. But, you know, uh, Dr. Beck, um, uh, I don't know why I find it difficult to get online and, and say things that I just told you because uh, who am I? Yeah, you're going to love this. Yesterday I was speaking. Do you know what? Am, He's teaching at Harvard. And you know that Harvard is looking for people all around the world who, who like to give, um, not a speech, but just a lecture about how we could face this crisis. And if you want, I can connect you. It's, what you just mentioned here about the 9-11, you know, I like to speak. I was speechless. You have to get the story out. And this is just a part of you. We have one minute left on the program. If I let to ask you to, to close with a hope, what would that be? Love. That was easy. <laughs> Love. That's all. You know, my nickname is Dr. Love. And there's only one way to get out of this is love. Love and respect. Love for yourself, love for people around you. Tell them how much they're important to you because we're only here for a short period of time. And at the end of our life, the only thing, only one thing left is your souvenir, what you've made on this planet. And you have to get out of here being um, happy of how many people you help. And right now, this is a great opportunity for all of us to help each other. And, and, see, and, and helping each other means being respectful, treating people like they're a million bucks, treating every single person you meet like how can I get in your heart and in your head? Because the only thing I've done today with the 20 minutes you gave me 
was to get into your head and probably I hope in your heart. And, and then, and, and if people share what we just have done together, then I had success. Success is how many people this word that, you know, that we, we had together, we share, could it help people and, and lighting their, their heart? And if it does that, then, then, uh, then my life would be worthy. I think that people need you more than ever. Sylvain, this is all the time we have. Thank you so much for have shared with us and to have shared so openly. Uh, I'm pretty sure you'll be coming back. And uh, the Harvard thing, it was a, a real thing. The, 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 one of the things is good about talking to people is everybody has resource, everybody <laughs> has problems, and if you just ship them around, everything starts to, to solve itself. Dr. Back, then help me out and, and get the, the word out and, 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 and do all of this for me because that would be really... Um, I don't know. I would be really shy to say to Harvard University that I can talk to them. I mean, there's no way. I'm only Sylvain Guimond. <laughs> Dr. Guimond, thank you so much. And hopefully, everything will be fine. But I'm sure that we'll be seeing you more and more. <laughs> thank you.